he had this one girl riding around on this horse and um she like was she trotted next to me and um and along the edge of the back like part of the cantilever saddle were was like all this duct tape and then um were like little tacks that were turned upside down <laughs> because she kept leaning back <laughs> I was dying. I was like, um, what is that? She's like, yeah, I lean back a lot and make my horse buck because he gets really mad when I do it. So she (laughs) told me to do this. Wow. (laughs) It was awesome. Welcome to the Major League Eventing Podcast, the show for eventing fans by eventing fans. And as usual, we like to thank our sponsor, Mane and Tail, Karen. We, we love Mane and Tail. We love Mane and Tail. We absolutely love Mane and Tail. You know who else loves Mane and Tail, Karen? Caroline Martin. Caroline Martin. Caroline is on with us. I think I'm the number one fan, to be honest, guys. I swear, I've been using the product since I was seven years old. And they're actually a local company uh, where I live in Pennsylvania. So they really have a special place in my heart. And people would not believe amount of products they make you know you always think mane and tail the shampoo and conditioner well they make tangler they make this killer shine on spray that makes the horse's coat look amazing they have spray and braid they have everything you don't have to go anywhere else to buy products they're affordable they're a family-run company like and they're just the nicest group of people so i could not think of a better company to go out and support so if you have a horse please only buy mane and tail they're just they go above and beyond, and they give back so much to the community. So they're they're honestly the best company I've ever worked with. So we love them. Yeah, we we, we love them and that's too. all I use. Yep, that's, that's all, all we. Use. That's what gives me my shine in my hair. So, so Caroline, do you use it in your own hair? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. I, use it in your own, I use I. <laughs> Even our dogs use it. Even our dogs, absolutely. Well, we have one dog with really oh. bad hair, Carolina. So he uses the uh, the the Protect line stuff because he has bad coat. So, oh, right up. Yep. so see, just another benefit of main tail. They seriously, they make anything you need. So absolutely. And nothing would test, nothing with drug tests. They're just, they just go above and beyond. They are the best. So, all right. Well, thanks a lot, main and tail. And thank you, Caroline, for joining us for that little spot. Spring has sprung. And that means the bugs are coming back out. Yeah. Protect your horse with the fly turtle by turtleneck. So, like all turtleneck blankets, they have the patented stretch features, but the fly turtle also comes with deep sides with belly flaps that tuck under your horse for even that much more protection from mosquitoes and flies and and other gnats and and nasty bugs like that. Yeah. So, for sizing and temperature guidelines for all turtleneck blankets, go to turtleneck.biz and order yours today. I had to expand my Fairfax and Favor collection and get a pair of new tassels to go with my tall tan Regina boots. I got the navy blue and I also got a Fairfax and Favor belt to match my boots and wore them the past weekend and I got nothing but compliments from everyone who saw me wanting to know where to get them. So Go ahead, go to fairfaxandfavor.com. Check out everything they have. You got to look at the purses, the belts, the boots. You won't regret it. So thank you, Fairfax and Favor, for everything you do. 
Triple Crown Feed. Oh, parent. yeah. Triple Crown, big fans of Triple Crown Feed. They have a t- tons of, of great products out there, mm-hmm. premium stuff. Karen, what do you got to say over there? So Triple Crown has formulas that are tailored to your horse's unique needs and help support immunity and gut health. Find your local Triple Crown Feed dealer by going to triplecrownfeed.com. Triplecrownfeed.com. That's a little bit of a tongue twister. Triplecrownfeed.com. They have a great feed locator. They have a great feed comparison tool on their website. I encourage everyone to get over there. Check out Triple Crown Feed's website. Check out the different products. Check out what makes them so special. And give them a shot, right, Karen? Oh, yeah. Support the people to support the show. When it comes to insurance, there's only one person to call to cover all of your insurance needs. Whether it's for your horse, your farm, your home or business, Trish Scott has you covered. Her number is 484-319-8923. Trish was a guest on the show just a few weeks ago. We were talking about insurance. And after talking to her, it really got me thinking, I am not fully insured. I got insurance, yeah, but I'm not properly insured. Think about this. Do you have tack? Is your horse insured? Is your trailer insured? Do you have rental insurance? If you teach... Do you have insurance in case someone gets hurt while you're teaching them, whether on your property or off? These are all some serious, serious things to think about. If you have any questions about if you are properly insured, just give Trish a call at 484-319-8923 to discuss your plan, and she'll look it over, and she'll tell you if you're properly insured. So give her a ring, 484-319-8923, and tell her Karen and Rob from Major League Vending sent you. I'm Karen. And I'm Rob. Karen. Super excited for today's Major League Venue podcast. Oh, yeah. So today we have a very special guest, uh, five-star eventer. She does, she, she's got a very, very cool background, so I'm very excited to, to get to know her. Karen, mm-hmm. we've never met her before. Welcome to the show, Ashley Adams. Welcome. Hi, thank you guys so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here. This is oh, super yeah. exciting. So um, we... We met Ashley through our friends over Ride IQ, yes. so we're going to get talking about some of that. She she did some coaching on Ride IQ. We're going to talk about that a little bit. So thanks to those guys over Ride IQ. Uh, before we get started, Ashley, we always like to know just where are you coming to us from in in the in the world since we're coming by Zoom call. Um, kind of well here, there, and everywhere. Right now, I am in um, just outside Unionville, Coatesville, Pennsylvania. Um, I am up here for a couple months um, waiting at my friend um Kate Chatterton's place um for a couple months and um staying at my friend Aaron's well Aaron Canera now um her parents barn apartment so it's a it's a big a big family affair to get me here um but um I'm up here for a couple months while the farm that I am leasing in Virginia is getting some remodeling done wow oh nice well we're friends with all those people Aaron and Kate couple of new moms out there. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I know, I know. It is it's crazy. Um it's it's so funny. They're um, they're just killing the mom game right now, which is awesome. Both of them are. <laughs> so, I mean, full support just, you know, when the when they start when the kids start crying, I just call for help. <laughs> right? No doubt, no doubt. I'm like, I, <laughs> I don't hold them. I think kids are contagious. So, I don't touch them. I don't hold them. I love them. I think they're cute and all, but I don't touch them. They're contagious. But no, those ladies are fantastic ladies, both former guests on the show. Yeah, yeah. And I'm so glad because Kate moved up th- that way. She was down a little yeah. closer to like Annapolis, Maryland. She moved up. And all of a sudden we were seeing Kate all the time. And I'm like, yeah. Kate, what, what are you <laughs> what are doing, doing here? here? She goes, I moved here like six months ago. <laughs> 
That is so funny. She actually, um, uh, a true story. Um, it kind of came full circle because when, um, I was first moving over to Australia to live there for a few years and ride and well, I moved there with my husband, but it's a long story, but, um, the, uh, but she actually got me my first job in Australia. So she was, um, she was nice enough to send an email. And when I landed, I think two days later, I was riding for Sam and Nikki Lyle. So it was awesome. (laughs) That's cool. That's awesome. Fun fact about Kate. She went to a school that shoes were optional. (laughs) Oh, of course. They're optional in the freaking grocery stores there. You just walk you walk around, a sh- shirt and shoes are optional. And and I walked in, we got, we landed, I got there and we're driving to the house um, in uh, just outside Sydney and Nara. And uh, I'm like, let's stop at Subway. I'm starving. Been up for, you know, 48 hours. And uh, I walk into Subway and there's this guy ordering Subway with no shoes, like the shortest shorts I've ever seen and no shirt. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> like, there's no beach here. What are you doing? You're just walking around like a bogan. Bogan, nice. <laughs> Tell everybody what a bogan yeah. is. We know what a bogan is. What is a bogan? A uh, bogan is just, I, I don't even know. It's like a cross between like kind of a redneck and a hippie. And they're just happy to be there. And, you know, you're not entirely sure when the last time they showered was, but it's optional. Nobody cares. You're there good. Go. <laughs> an Australian redneck, a bogan. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> when a redneck true. and a hippie have a baby, that's a bogan. Right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and then they talk funny. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Oh, <laughs> Good start. We're off to a strong start. I know. Again. That's so funny. <laughs> so, <laughs> Ashley, can you take us back and tell us how you got your start in riding and then into eventing? Oh, my Lanta. How much time do you have? Um, I have um, I have basically like the epitome of kind of growing up in it. Maybe not, not a, a, you know, my formative years, my parents didn't really ride, um, nothing like that, but they were very supportive. And so, um, the kind of start of it all was I had a, like a training level horse and, um, I ended up taking a clinic when I was like 14 with Kim at the time she was Kim Vinosky. Um, and I took a clinic with her and I really liked it. And my mom kind of pestered her to take on a working student because she didn't really do that, you know, at the time. And, um, at the farm that she was at and, um, she kind of took a chance on me and, um, convinced the, the, um, you know, all of the powers that be with like insurance and whatnot, that it would be okay. (laughs) Um, so, um, I ended up working for her for a really, um, all of basically all of my formative years, she taught me, she laid the groundwork for a lot of things. So, um, I'm very thankful for her. Um, and then, um, I went on to work for, um, Holly Hudspeth, uh, when she was in Southern Pines and, um, did, uh, three years of actually Kim ended up finding me, um, the horse that I took to Kentucky, um, as a four-year-old, um, thoroughbred. And so, um, then I worked for Holly Hudspeth and did my young rider career, uh, through her. I did, um, at the time. I, I don't know. I just, it might still be this way. You did young riders just up till you were 21. So from 19 to 21. So I did all of that, um, under her tutelage and, um, rode for area two. And then I think she's, um, was area eight, um, an area eight, and then ended up working for Bonnie Mosser, um, for a while and traveled, um, 
I traveled over. I was lucky enough to travel overseas with Kim as well, but traveled overseas with Bonnie. Um, and, uh, then I ended up, then I went to, um, work for Will Coleman. Um, and, uh, he ended up, I ended up working for him because he was basically right across the street from Bonnie, um, in Gordonsville, Virginia. And he had ended up getting hurt on a young horse at one point and asked Bonnie if I would come over and ride some of his horses for him and, you know, flat around and things. And so I did that for a while. And then, um, Bonnie's like, you better be careful. He's going to, he's going to offer you a job. He's going to take you from me. Sure enough, he did. Um, but it, was, it was amicable, but it was uh, just moved across the street. <laughs> so, uh, which was fun. Um, and then after working for Coleman, um, I ended up going to uh, work for a couple um, that is no longer with us, but the uh, Jeff and Joni Nichols in um, Woodstock, Vermont and Ocala, Florida. And so they had a they imported horses um, as a hobby from Ireland. So I ended up doing, I, I kind of, to be honest with you, I say that like all of my college years were just spent working for people. So everyone I worked for ended up being like four or five years. So I feel like I've had degrees from all of these people. <laughs> so I'm like, went to Kim Severson University, Bonnie Monster University, Holly Hudsmith University, <laughs> well, Coleman University. So yeah. Um, so then, uh, with the Nichols, I ended up, um, working for them for about five years. Um, and their hobby was to go over and import Irish horses. And, um, it was a crazy experience. It was so fun. And, um, it was the kind of the first time, like, you know, when you work for someone, you follow, you follow orders, but obviously like it's, it's their thought process and they're doing and, um, and it was definitely nerve wracking to kind of be responsible for, you know, 10, eight to 10 competition horses on your own. But, um, it was, it was a great experience. And, um, then I subsequently met my husband in, uh, Florida. Um, he's Australian and was stationed in Australia. Uh, I'm sorry, stationed in, in, where was he? Jacksonville in Jacksonville. And I was in Ocala. And, um, we met in Gainesville and I ended up, um, moving to Australia for five years, um, and riding, competing over there and, um, living the life, which was nice. And then, uh, came back to, came back to the States and, um, started riding, teaching and kind of flogging away again. According to my calculations, you should be about 72 right now. <laughs> I know. I should. It's true. <laughs> right? I know. Do you know? The only Everyone's like, what, what advice would you give younger people? I'm like, wear sunscreen. <laughs> Please wear sunscreen. <laughs> wear a hat. Wear sunscreen. Um, yeah, no. I, I started so young. I mean, it's crazy. Like, And it just goes one from one step to the other. And, um, and you know, it just – it was nuts. I mean, being now – closer to 40 than not it uh it's it just ends up piling on and you're you still think of yourself as like that 20 something just trying trying to get ahead but every now and again you know like the tax guy comes knocking you're like all right crap i am old enough that i have to take care of this stuff <laughs> yeah, right. I, can't, I can't point i can't point fingers anywhere else yeah that's a cool what a, what an amazing what a hobby too yeah that's a good hobby i, know. I like that hobby import horses yeah that'd be fun. oh i know yeah i know it's, it was it was really cool it was we went to they would go through the Goresbridge sale as just for fun i mean it was not like and and a little bit um jeff took it as 
he did it for fun. He, uh, you know, didn't use a, an agent or anybody just went in and did it. So yeah. did you ever, meet our cool. buddy, you ever meet our buddy, Chris Ryan over there? He, I know he works with Goresbridge a lot. The go for gold. Um, I don't, yeah, no, he's I, one of the I selectors. don't think I did. He's but, one of the selectors. Yeah. He is now. I don't know if he was back then, but. Yeah, great, great, great. This story. was this was a few years ago, but yeah, no, it was it was a lot of fun. It was crazy. Fantastic. The, that sounds like a great way to throw a lot of money away too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it is. Yeah, no, for sure. Like, and um, and it, yeah, I, I don't, I, I definitely wouldn't have the cojones to put up my paddle. That's for sure. <laughs> like, I'm like nobody move. Like nobody scare me. So my arms like go yeah. up in the air. Like don't do that. Yeah, yeah. No fly comes by. Like, you gotta swat not- a fly or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You clear your throat and you just bought a, you know, a two-year-old for a yeah, night. Exactly. <laughs> no, just kidding. That was the other American. <laughs> I, I love shopping with other people's money. So if anyone, I, I would love to do that with other people's money. I know. Yeah, exactly. Open to offers. Anybody. Yeah. <laughs> that's a fantastic resume of people yeah. that you've worked for yeah. and learned from and everything. That's, that's incredible. Yeah, the clip that was a yeah, that's a cliff notes version. It's awesome. It's a great way to, you know, like definitely see the world and travel around and do all that stuff kind of without it being obviously on, you know, your own dime, but um and be put in a ton of positions to where um you're you really kind of figure out like what what you're made of, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit? I mean, you have a great a lot of great trainers, but I'm curious what's what stands out as unique is your time going to Australia to change. Cause a lot of, a lot mm. of Australians come here, but we don't mm. have too many Americans that went there. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about like when you got over there, what that was like, like you mentioned, you met Kate and all, but like what was training different over there? Can you tell us a little bit about the differences in Australia? Yeah, it's, it was crazy. I mean, obviously like I didn't kind of go over there with the mindset to like ride horses and train. Like it was definitely, um, um, I was 100% in my own country song, like following my heart across the country or across the world rather. Um, so, uh, that was, that was, <laughs> that was, um, a little bit nerve wracking, but, um, it was pretty cool. The, um, I got over there and luckily, um, I had kind of started to spread the word here that I was going over. And, um, you know, like I said, my friend Kate, uh, called up, she sent a, a Facebook message out to Sam and Nikki Lyle and um, got me my first gig over there, riding gig. And um, I will say that moving and living in Australia definitely calmed me down, which is a shocking, it's shocking to some people because I definitely have a an intensity that um, that this is like you know a few steps below what it used to be, which you know. I don't know if it helps my metabolism, but I can eat a lot of cookies. So that's good. But, um, the, uh, um, but beyond that, um, going over there, it was very cool. Like I ended up, um, I definitely think I learned how to teach over there. Um, I did some teaching here before I left just kind of with like working students and stuff. But again, you're, when I was working for other people, you're kind of teaching someone else's agenda. Like you're teaching someone else's philosophy and someone else's, um, ideology and stuff. So, you know, you have to follow that with whom you're working for, but going over there and kind of being a little bit thrown to the wolves and having to come up with your own vernacular and your own, um, style and cadence and thought process and kind of top 10 things that have to be taken away from every lesson, blah, blah, blah. Um, that is definitely where I think that I, I figured out what I wanted to do. Um, I ended up teaching, uh, for the Berry Riding Club over there. Um, uh, Shane Rose's mom, Penny Rose runs that, um, and, uh, or is heavily involved in that. And so 
um, I think I, I landed on like Friday and Tuesday I was supposed to go to Sam and Nikki's, but Monday I met with, um, with Penny and, um, over there for, uh, the bear riding club and ended up just teaching there in a big paddock. And then I kind of through that ended up teaching in and around the Southern Highlands. Um, and then Penny was pretty kind of once I talked to her and she got to know me a little bit, she goes, I know who you need to meet. And so I ended up meeting, um, Alex Townsend who runs Wallaby Hill, which I, I, I don't really know Wallaby Hill, like compared, I mean, I guess it would be like if you mix Windura and chat Hills together, um, like she has, a she has like a proper training course and like, it's where she keeps her own private horses and it's beautiful. This big, beautiful indoor, like this beautiful track schooling cross country, like everything is just to the nines, but she also runs a, um, well, I think it's, she runs like a 90, which is a novice through, um, a four short there, I believe. Oh, wow. So, um, and it's just, and you know, she lives there, it's her home and her, and her husband, Derek, um, so I met her and ended up riding, um, up in the Southern Highlands and riding for her a lot. And, um, and then to be honest, it sounds terrible, but basically like I kind of just rode everybody's horses when they got hurt. So I would like, if somebody got hurt, then I would be the one they would call and come and ride, which is awesome. Um, and it just, it was a very cool experience to also get to travel around to a bunch of, you know, the events over there. So like the Sydney three day, um, Werribee. Um, and then there's, uh, there's another, there's another one that's kind of far in the boonies, um, that I can't think of the name of it anyway, down near Melbourne. And so, um, and then also went to the Melbourne three day and, and it just, it was crazy to see how it's done and to see kind of how everything goes. And, um, I, you know, catch road a lot at some shows and competed and stuff over there as well. Um, and, um, you know, obviously they don't, they don't have, um, like up through from, tr- well, they run under FEI rules, first of all, cause they don't actually have like, uh, like a, I don't know, a, a national kind of governing body per se. So everything's run under FEI rules. So, you know, the drug rules and all that stuff are pretty intense. And, um, and then, um, it's, it's just, it was, it was crazy. It was, it was definitely, um, different at one event we went to, and they're not all like this, but at one event we went to, I was walking the course with, um, Stuart Tinney and he's like, you know, it was a, at the time it was a one star. So it'd be, you know, the equivalent of a, of a two star. Um, and we were walking the course and there was a, like some kind of jump with a drop and, um, it, what it, it like, it's barren there. Like it's, it was very, hard and barren and everything looked the same, but, um, the, he's like, Oh, this is, it's so nice. And then they put, they put footing down here and I walk around to the backside. I'm like, this is just dirty shavings. You just put dirty shavings behind this. This is not footing. And he's like, well, I mean, it's, it's better than it was. And I was like, well, you're not wrong, but let's, this is not footing. What are you talking about? <laughs> and he's like, well, it's, it is, they, they, they put something down. I said, yes, I realized that, but I can go get this from the back of the trailer and put it down too, if you want. <laughs> If you need more, let me know. <laughs> um, but, um, but so, yeah, so it's just, um, it, you know, it's definitely, um, just a little bit different, like over there, but, uh, it was, it was, it was an, ex- it was awesome. It was so fun. And it definitely, um, the, like I said, I learned how to teach there, which I really, I really enjoy. And, um, and it 
yeah, actually when I was leaving, I was very nervous to leave just because, you know, you kind of like you had a, I had a flow going here and I, you know, I was like nervous and like, God, ah, do I make this jump? Do I not? Um, and of all the people, um, I will never forget this. Jenny Brannigan told me, she goes, Ashley, just go. She goes, because you know what, when you come back, we're all going to be doing the same thing. We're all going to be jumping around a pine top and cleaning stalls. So we're all going to be doing the same thing. And she went wrong, came back. That's what, that's what, that's what I'm doing. So. That's right. You're an inventor. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, I'm like, Jenny, you're not, you're not wrong. She's like, I know. <laughs> and you came so, back and yeah. Jenny. And, yeah. So, uh, yeah, and how and long we were you there? Together. Um, well, so full time, um, like almost four years and then back and forth for like another two and a half, three years. So um, I clocked up a lot of airline miles and I'm telling you business class is the way to go. Little, little, little more leg room, right? It, oh, it's the best. It was so nice. I got spoiled. I'm not going to lie. But when you go back and forth like five times, it's a bit much. It's, it can't compare to Frontier. No, right? yeah. <laughs> I know. I never flew Emirates, though. So, Ooh, um, that's nice. the, I know I never did that. I will say that um, one time, um, so Alex, um, I think her parents um, owned some horses for Chris Burton. And, um, Chris came over for Alex's three day that she was running. And then subsequently it's like at the beginning of December, cause it's hot over there and they compete then. Um, and you know, right around the holidays. So he and his wife were coming back to visit their family. And, um, for Christmas, I think that he ended up buying like part of the Christmas present was first class tickets on Emirates, um, over from England to, um, Australia. And he, he was there, they have showers. Like, yeah. what are you kidding me? They have their own bar, like walk up bar. Are you kidding me? I'm like, what, are, what is this? Like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't even understand how that's possible, but apparently it is. So <laughs> I never we, got that far. But. <laughs> we flew frontier to Florida last and it was like, I was like, Karen, we're, we're, I splurged and I got the exit row, so we got the extra leg room. <laughs> and on Frontier, the leg room seat is still, still smaller small. than a normal airplane. So I know Frontier is definitely. Like, oh. I, I, I'm done with Frontier. I think. I think I'm, I'm done with Frontier. I'm, done. I'm a big boy, you know, and I can't. It doesn't. I don't fit well. It's it's not built for me. That's hysterical. Yeah, <laughs> I, that's awesome. Yeah, no, I I just um, it was great. I mean, I I enjoyed. And I do, I do miss Australia a lot. Um, but also like I was kind of on vacation when I was over there for four years. So I can't complain that much. My husband was, um, in the Australian Navy. So, um, so all of those things that all of the perks that, you know, you get with that at times, um, you know, I definitely benefited from. So thank you, Australian Navy. That's cool. That's very, very cool. <laughs> so when you come back to the States, is that when you set up and set out your shingle and started your own thing or how, how did yeah, so I ended up coming back um and I didn't have any horses um but um I came back and met met a lot of great people in Australia and um some really, you know, close friends that um are still very close friends and uh, one of them actually is um she helped me go in on the on two of the horses I have Charlie and Quicksilver Grants and um she um was on, she was uh, honestly, my insurance, my liability insurance lady. Um, and so she, um, came to, she and a, and a several other Australians, um, came to our wedding and, um, 
you know, as a wedding gift, she was, well, now more than a wedding gift. She was like, I kind of want to jump on this journey with you. And so um, instead of a honeymoon, um, I went horse shopping. So that was exciting. And um, I also started coaching um, at uh, Randolph Macon at the college. Um, and they, they had just started kind of up their program. There were like five people there. Um, and I ended up growing it to, I think there's, um, like 28 kids or something like that now. Um, so, and was there and ended up, um, kind of growing that and, and my business. And, um, now I'm kind of stepping away from that a little bit, um, just from, you know, being under the college, but, uh, going on to kind of ride and compete more. So, um, I'm, yeah, excited, excited to have got a um, barn that is getting set up in um, just outside uh, Richmond, Virginia and uh, Goochland County and um, have a couple horses going um, and uh, a couple students coming with me and kind of going to just keep plugging away at it. Wow. That's exciting. Mm. It's kind of funny. It's like full circle because Randolph Macon asked us to kind of help put out the APB for coaching and all that when you left. So uh, definitely those kids in that program had a, a, a fantastic coach, obviously yeah. with your, your experience and everything. So big shoes to fill. Yeah. In there. So it sounds like they have someone on the way. <laughs> so you. hopefully, hopefully they, yeah, do. hopefully I, uh, I love it. I mean, it basically just kind of solidified what I love to do and also, um, solidified the fact that I, you know, enjoy, um, all aspects of it, the, you know, the management, the, for me, it's coaching and teaching is not kind of a one size fits all situation. So, um, I kind of go into each situation a little bit trying to complete the puzzle, which is really nice. Um, so being able to figure out a really horse, you know, riders and horses needs and wants and goals and aspirations and weaknesses is, um, something that, that I had a lot of fun in and, um, a lot of fun with rather. And, uh, let me tell you college kids, they, um, they are, uh, an, an anomaly wrapped in chaos so. <laughs> i think as we're recording so, this, the, uh, the, the, the usca the intercollegiate is is getting ready to kick off i think right right as we're recording yeah this. yeah unfortunately um i did i did agree to kind of help them for this last um you know this last semester uh so i i you know d- did decide to or you know they asked me to stay on for the last semester for a bit and so um, I was happy to help them out with that. And, um, unfortunately, um, it's the same weekend as graduation weekend. So mm-hmm. for a lot of my kids, so I was like, you guys are not going to horse show. So that's yeah. not happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that does, that is, yeah. that, that, that's, that's, that's a tough Who conflict. plans a graduation around horse shows? Yeah, I know. I mean, come on. It's crazy. <laughs> I know. Don't they know what's up? Oh, fantastic. So, t- so talking about coaching, let's just talk about that. The ride IQ, um, it looks like you know, in our research, it looks mm-hmm. like like trotting and adjustability over poles is at least one that's highlighted right now. Can you tell us a little bit about your, what, what you do with Rad IQ and and um, yeah, I um I actually I love Rad IQ. They um it's it's such a cool platform um and such a great way for you know the masses to have access to things that they might not usually have access to, um, be it coaching or be it um you know like just getting to know other riders and, um, even like the, you know, even the community within themselves. So, you know, their Facebook group is always active, uh, with people asking questions and comments and concerns. And, um, 
it's just a, it's a, it's a great, a great platform, but I, um, have been doing kind of, to be honest with you, I have such a menagerie of horses and students and riders. And so to be honest with you, if, if I see kind of a common theme, um, in the lessons that I'm teaching or the people that are coming with me, or even a common theme and like questions that are, I've seen being asked at the shows, whether it's, um, whether it's, uh, you know, a line in the show jumping that someone's having a lot of trouble with, that's something that I can kind of come back and set up and, and then talk through how to ride and things like that. Um, and then also if there's something that, that, um, you know, some people are, you know, on the, on the chat, if there's something that, that, you know, you see is being, is coming up a lot, you kind of talk through that. But for me, um, being able to offer a little bit of, um, a broader spectrum of, you know, things to kind of go through. So whether that's just, um, dealing with, um, maybe catch riding or, um, dealing with something, you know, with a horse that, um, has had a bit of time off and you have to leg it back up or whether that's dealing with a horse that's, you know, really stiff or, you know, stiff on one side or spooky at one end of the arena. I, that's something that, you know, I come across all the time. So it's, it's definitely, um, a cool way to be able to, throw in a bunch of, a bunch of information that someone can kind of piece together that can help them succeed on their, you know, on their own agenda and not necessarily do the, you know, the one size fits all situation. Very cool. Very cool. So, and then one last question about like your business. So when, when do you move to your, your place in Virginia? So I'll be there mid, um, around, well, hopefully June, you know, mid June, July situation. Um, that's, that's my plan. Although I tell you what, it's, this place is just so beautiful up here. It's really going to be hard to leave. <laughs> and all my friends are so close. I don't have to, <laughs> I don't have to travel very far. Yeah. It sounds like buyer's remorse. I know. <laughs> I know. I know it's hard. And all my, all my favorite vets and farriers are up here. And, and it's so, and just, you know, if I have a problem, I can call someone and they can come over and help me. <laughs> do you, uh, do you, are you schooling at Windora pretty regular or where, or where are you? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's what's so awesome. And I, I do, I ride with Boyd a lot. Um, and, um, he is, I obviously put a ton of, um, value in being so close to training myself. Um, but, uh, but yeah, we were just over there today with three horses. So it was nice. Very cool. Yeah. Our son works there. Maybe mm-hmm. she's seen him. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. 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 So very cool. Um, yeah. Good spot. Good spot. Yeah. It's hard to leave. I can, I can definitely see why it's, it's be hard. So when you, when you set up <laughs> shop in Virginia, what, what exactly, I know obviously now you're kind of a little bit of a nomad. You're kind of, you know, uh, but when, when you get to Virginia, are you going to, is it all your horses? Are you doing t- t- training board? Are you taking horses in? Are you doing sales? Are you, what are you, what, what's the, what's the business that you're building there in Virginia? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's to be honest, I love coaching and, um, I love teaching and, um, but also, you know, competing. Um, so that's a big thing for me, like making sure that I'm able to, um, kind of set up, put a little bit more focus on kind of my own riding and competing. Um, and I, you know, I've loved being able to teach, um, you know, at the college and stuff, but obviously that's a little bit more of, um, you know, a, a on the ground, kind of in the middle of the arena situation. So, um, while I do love that and will continue to do that as much as humanly possible, um, it's, it'll be nice to be able to focus on competition horses, horses in training, um, horses that, you know, come for whether it be, you know, long-term training or, you know, short bursts of 
tune-ups and whatnot. Um, and then also kind of growing the, the horses that I have to compete and focusing on the students that, um, that definitely want to, you know, stay in the program and excel and whatever way that is, whether they are going to be, um, you know, a, a lot of the kids that I have coming, um, with me are starting careers. And so being able to kind of juggle that, um, and manage, you know, help them manage their, two of them have upper level horses, manage their upper level horses. Um, and then also keep everything going is, um, it's going to be really exciting. Like I, I enjoy that part of it. So whether, um, you know, whether it's, um, helping, you know, someone get to a three-star, whether it's getting my own horse to three-star advanced or whether it's helping someone get around their first beginner novice, I'm going to hopefully do it all. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. That sounds fantastic. <laughs> it does. It does. Well, good luck with that. That's exciting. So we, you know, we got you in a little bit of a transition period, so. uh, I know, I know, but that's okay. That's where all the good stories come from. I feel, I feel like if you're not, if you're not willing to, you know, to evolve and kind of move on and, and keep growing, then, you know, you're not like, that's, that's what this sport is a little bit kind of being able to, being able to evolve and grow and, uh, you know, ebb and flow, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this interview will come out Mm -hmm. it'll get some little bit, a little bit of time to, you know, for everyone to get a chance to listen and everything like that. And then boom, you'll be moving in. So uh, the phone will be ringing off the hook, you know, that's come on, come all <laughs> <laughs> open for business. I know. I know. Very, very my cool. girls gave me for my birthday. Um, uh, my girls gave me this like huge sign, like this, like it's massive. I don't even like, it's like, like six feet tall. I don't know. It's massive. This big, like Ashland's eventing sign. And I was like, like that's really nice of you guys but like that's a lot but i'm gonna hang it up i love it thank you <laughs> is it like is it right around your back seat kind of like this big checks happy gilmore got and they're I, I, wish. Oh, I wish <laughs> i tell you what if i ever if i ever do anything that like allows me to get like one of those big checks i don't care if it's for five dollars i am gonna display that like i don't if it's like winning at the local you know like gas station I won like a five dollar scratch off, and they give me a big check. I'll display it forever. Promise <laughs> <laughs> we're done. <laughs> well, we were just talking to Sh- uh, Sharon White last week, and and we were talking about her billboard for Kentucky. And she oh was yeah, like, she was like, "What do they do with that? You know, like send that yeah, her way." Yeah. So, <laughs> so great. We, we got to start a campaign to get that billboard shipped to yeah, her okay. barn. <laughs> I know. Could you imagine driving down that little like? And she her farm is on such a. Like it's on this super quiet road. Like you, like she has to have a sign that says like Mayday, like pull, turn left in like a hundred, you know, feet or something. Um, it's so, it's so quiet. Like it's so, it's, it's beautiful, but it, you know, they, she has to have a sign and be like, it's coming, get ready. Um, and, uh, so when you're driving down this, this sign, you just see this big sign with Sharon's face on it. Yeah. <laughs> I guess this is where we should go. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. Seems like a good idea. <laughs> Have like a neon arrow yeah, blinking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the Vegas of very yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, yes, absolutely. Welcome to, welcome to Vegas, like with Sharon's billboard. <laughs> so we got to somehow figure out how to get that to. I we got to figure out how to do that. Yeah, what are, what are they going to do with that? It can't be hard. Just roll it up and. <laughs> roll it I know they got to take it down. I mean, come on. Yeah, that should happen. Sharon, I fi- actually. Um, Oh, well, yeah, well, we, well, actually there was, um, the, her neighbors, um, Tim and Marley, the vet that they use, I think his brother is the governor. So we can make this, I think we can make this happen. 
I think we got some ends. Yeah. Well, when the governor speaks. Yeah. Shit happens. Cool, let's do it. All right, let's, <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> I'll, I'll make a call. All right. Fantastic. Oh, that would be the best. All right. So, Ashley, we're going to play quick fire questions. Quick fire questions. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And quick fire questions is brought to you by Turtleneck. Get your premium horse clothing by going to turtleneck.biz. All right. So, it's five questions. You don't have to be okay. quick. But. I'm sweating. Okay. <laughs> so all, sweat. all right. Uh, favorite rider growing up? Oh, um, well, I mean, I I will say that um, Kim was very influential in my I I she was very influential in my life. Um, but other than that, probably Pippa Funnel because mm. she seems kind of like a badass. So yeah, yeah. I would say yeah. they both are. I would say yeah. <laughs> Yeah, really they are actually. They both are. I know. Yeah. Good they both are. That's Very good sure. answer. All right. Do you have any good luck rituals or superstitions before you leave the start box? Um yeah, I mean I'm what is what is it? I'm not superstitious, just a little stitious. Um the um <laughs> exactly yeah you know you know um the I mean I yeah I have a, like a kind of a variety of things like I obviously always use the same whip um or like if I had um a really good go last time and like one pair of riding pants I'll just wear those again I mean I will wash them don't get me wrong but I will wear them again and then um yeah, other than that, just sticky spray, lots of sticky spray. That's just good practice. Yeah. And yeah. I, yeah, exactly. And you know, just like using the same the same things. If it worked last time, then I'm just gonna do it again. So and if it didn't work, then I'll do something else. Yeah. <laughs> Time to change it up. Are you do you exactly. like uh keep your numbers in your penny if they if you had good luck in that number or, or do they come out? Sometimes. Yeah. Like I will keep, um, like if I've had in my trailer, like if I've had a good go, um, like my very first two star was, um, back at, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was, yeah. Very first two star, which now was a three star, um, was at Fox hall years ago. That's how old I am. I'm dating myself. Um, was at Fox hall and I was number 14 and I forget, I'm pretty sure it might've been Jen hauling that walked by and was like, that's, that's a good number. Or maybe it was female Leslie. I'm not sure. One of those two, but, um, I don't know why I get them confused. They're two very different looking people, but in my head, I'm confusing them. Um, but, um, don't, don't tell either one of them. I said that. No, no, they don't, they don't. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> so, then, um, so, um, and I had like, it was great. I ended up like top 10 on a, on bless him for vaunted. He like couldn't show jump to save his life but um i ended up top 10 and it was like my first time and at you know at the two-star level and well now three-star and so i kept that number in my trunk forever um and then you know like if i so if i have a good go i'll keep i'll try and keep the penny or the the bridal tag number so it just the runs runs yeah i don't know why but i think it's a good idea no, I, I like it. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. And though. if you ever, if all of a sudden you needed a, a number, you yeah, yeah, I know. Chances are, chances are, I've got one. So you yeah, guys, right. <laughs> Ashley, I need a sixteen. Oh, let me I, get I, got, I, I got you. I'll be right back. <laughs> oh, all right. Next question: If eventing was not an option, what other riding discipline would you want to try? 
Do you know, this is true, actually. I would love to do some kind of Western. I So I teach a, I hope, I love to teach more clinics, but I do teach a lot in Texas. Um, and I, the first few times I've gone out, luckily now, you know, they've, the clinics are busy enough that I don't have time, but, um, the first few times that I went down there, we would have, you know, a, a break in the day or I, or, you know, we try and get done early or something so I could go and ride a Western horse. And the first time I actually, I went down there and I tried to ride, um, he was a reigning horse. And it, I have never felt more like a monkey, a drunk monkey, like on a scooter in my life. <laughs> I had no idea what I was doing. I couldn't, I couldn't make it go left. I couldn't make it go right. And I couldn't, I could barely sit. Like I, I was like holding onto the pommel as hard as I could. Like the guys, like you're, you're, you're good. You're fine. I was like, I don't think I am. <laughs> I don't know. It was the hardest thing I've ever done, but I would love to do it. And then um, subsequently when actually, when I went to Germany, um, looking for, um, the two horses I have now, um, I, um, rode a horse that they actually imported. Um, one of the girls that was helping me, um, uh, imported a quarter horse, um, which seems funny, but, um, to do, uh, I think she does reining as well. And I got on that thing. Same thing. I've never felt more awkward on a horse in my life. Um, but it was so fun. I would love to do that. I think I'd love to do that. That's cool. Very yeah. good answer. Yeah. Ro- I'd like to, I, n- not the rodeo clown, but you know, be a rodeo person. Can I show with a sweet belt buckle? Yeah. Yeah. Good. You know, I'm, 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 fringe. I'm amazed by that because, you know, the American quarter horse is such a, the, the uh, I get versatile and, and the, the, they run this kind of broad spectrum of within this breed, they can be in like the, the, uh, a cutting horse where they're super oh, yeah. fast twitch muscle and super smart and super just, uh, you know, they, they take control and, uh, to, 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 to reining and, and, and which is like, you know, amazing and the running and the barrel skidding racing and, the, and, the, and the barrel racing. And then they can also slow it down. Then you do that weird Western pleasure stuff, which they can be like where they hardly <laughs> move, you know, and you're like, wake it up, you know? Um, you know, and you think, how is that the same horse? This horse that's like loping and uh, you're like, wait, Wait a minute like that horse doesn't even have, it's 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 so lazy it doesn't even pick its head up you know but i know it's not lazy but the perception no, yeah but uh it's neat that it's the same breed and it can do uh, run through all these different disciplines it is very cool and then you know you've got them out there crushing you know eventing so they can do that too yeah. um which is which is crazy i mean but the whole idea of western i don't my um my dad grew up um in in Abilene, Texas. Um, and, uh, so he did some, you know, some Western stuff and whatever, but, um, and I think one of his, um, close family friends is like a, um, uh, judge and, and breeds cutting horses and stuff. So it's like, I, I never got into it, but it would be, I think it's really cool. And I mean, how, it's just also like every, like, it just, just seems like a fun group of people. I could be wrong, but they seem really cool. <laughs> Reach out. I think they would. Shoot cool. me an email. <laughs> <laughs> I think they are a pretty cool group. Of people, yeah, actually, and I think that that sports. Uh, we can learn a lot from their sports. I I, I really think with the with everything, uh, and, and I'm trying to learn a little bit about it. To and they also make their horses very beautiful. So I don't know how that happens, but they make their horses very beautiful. <laughs> they look great. They're like coats of silk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that that's true. Yeah. So, uh, awesome. All right. Next question. 
All right. What is one thing about yourself that not many people know about? You know, I don't really know. I am an open book. I tell you what, I like, I, 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 my friends joke all the time. I'm like, everybody seems to have an opinion about what I'm doing. And my friend's like, well, stop asking. I'm like, okay. Um, um, but, um, no, I, I, I don't, I, I, I don't know. Actually, Any hidden um, talents, anything like that? No, I, I wish I probably would be a lot farther ahead in life if I had some. Um, but, um, I don't know. I, I just, I actually, I don't know anything you don't know. I, I, I will, I'm not, I have no idea. I, I do have a very healthy respect for, you know, making sure that, um, everyone is consumes a very large meal at the end of the night. No, that's, that's really it. That's all I, I enjoy friends eating and drinking. That's, that's really it. <laughs> hey, there we go. What's your, what's your drink of choice? Oh, you know, equal opportunity consumptionist over here. Um, I tell you what I, um, in this, I can't, you can't go wrong with a group of friends and a glass of Rose. That's for sure. So yeah. yeah. Ooh. I know. And bad TV. That's, that is a, I do love bad TV. That, bad that is TV. definitely something. Like Any kind of bad TV. If I, yeah, if I have to, if I have to think about something, I don't want to, I don't, we don't need to talk about it. I don't want to watch like it. Temptation gonna, Island or. Yeah, and yes, you're exactly right. <laughs> you're not wrong. Um, currently summer house. Um, I'm making actually one of the girls that works for me, um, Lainey, she's, she's awesome. And um, poor girl has to live with me. But um, she, um, I'm like, you have to sit here and enjoy this. And I don't care if you don't like it, but you have to pretend to like it. <laughs> We're watching it. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. funny stuff. That's Bad so TV, funny. trashy ba- TV. Trashy TV. Wow. <laughs> all of it. If I don't have to think, I will. I am all, and friends. I am a huge, I have friends in Seinfeld all day long. Oh. Yeah. Huge yeah. Seinfeld fans yeah. and the office fans. And the office, so. yeah. Oh, yeah, office. I actually, do you know that Seinfeld once made a board game? I have. We the have the trivia. Game. Well, we have the trivia. Yeah, we game. have the trivia. <laughs> I can watch That's Seinfeld. Nonsense. I can watch both. I, I I go back and forth on which one. So in case anyone ever wants to know, he can recite like almost line for line for some of the Seinfeld episodes, and I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I love it so much. It's, it's so great. Giddy up. <laughs> so. Giddy up. <laughs> So, uh, all right. Last question. All right. If you could ride any horse past, present or fiction, who would it be? Oh, that's a good one. Um, I have no idea. Um, wow. I have no idea. I did. I will say that, um, I, and I can only, I think I can mainly just because I had so much admiration for the horse. Um, and I did like get to, when I was working for Kim, um, get to do like gallops and hour long trots in the indoor and stuff. But, uh, Winston Adante, I would have loved to gallop him around those cross country courses. I don't like, obviously would not have been like, what I'd want to do is I'd want Kim to be on there and we'd like go like motorcycle style. Like, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So like, I wouldn't actually, I could, just, I'd just be, I'd just be there. I wouldn't actually want, want to be in control. I just want to be there and let that magic happen. No, I think that that was really good. And I did in, um, in Australia, um, I got to ride, um, 
um, Alex bought, um, I think it was Bendigo um, from Clayton. um, And that's the horse that I think he took around London, maybe. Um, And I took him around um, a now two star. And that was, that was pretty cool. Like that, that was pretty awesome. So that was fun. Yeah. You want to talk about nervous when we when we when we interviewed Kim, I had a Kentucky like a Tumblr and on the Kentucky Tumblr had all the lists of all the winners on Kentucky over the years in the year. And it's like, you know, we're interviewing her and her name is like all over this mug, <laughs> you know, and that was pretty cool to be like, wow, man, I'm talking to a legend here. I know it's so it's so cool to think back um now obviously like in my wiser years. Um I it's kind of cool to look back and think about like the big things that you can take away from everyone that you've worked for and all that stuff. And, um, and it's uh, like the way that kind of the culmination of it all coming together, like, that's kind of what I tell my kids. I'm like, you guys are pretty lucky. Cause like I'm half the price and you're getting like 12 different people. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I'm like, now that might seem confusing and I promise it's not a multiple personality disorder, but no problem. <laughs> well, you, do, you have quite an extensive you know, you know, background, you know? Yeah. So excellent job. What do yeah. you think, Karen? A plus plus. A plus Yay. plus. Well done. Good job. Excellent work. Oh, thank you guys. Uh, so Ashley, do you have any advice for that young rider trying to make it in this sport? Well, wear sunscreen. Um, also, um, yeah, you, I mean, I like, it's different kind of growing up, um, in the sport. Like I was lucky enough to, to do that. Um, and going through all the different barns and stuff, like just never turn down an opportunity. Like you, now that being said, um, you know, I think that for me, one of the greatest things was kind of sticking with those different programs throughout the points of my career and kind of throughout my, um, my life. And, and I will say that I was lucky to kind of, um, you know, at the time, like start at the top, um, with Kim and, um, that was awesome. But like, I got to know so many people and you kind of, you just have to, like, a lot of it is just putting in the hours and, and getting to know those people. Like I, I've known like poor, um, I was even thinking about this the other day, um, Emma Ford, she was at my very first one star, like literally like preliminary level one star. Um, and I was 16 years old and like, I, you know, still to this day, you know, I'm able to shoot a message or question or something to her. And like, so it just, it's you like the sport is full circle and it will always come back around. So obviously like, you know, make sure that you have a healthy respect for what you're doing, but also get, you know, stick with it to be able to get out everything that you can out of a situation, um, without, um, you know, without, without closing any doors, like be open to kind of everything. Um, and forward, I say this to my kids all the time, forward is an attitude. Like just, it's so easy to get caught up in keeping up with the person next to you or keeping up with the Joneses or trying to see, you know, you know, stay competitive with, you know, someone else, like, uh, you know, whomever it may be. Um, but you really, the only person that you're competing with is yourself. So forward is an attitude. It doesn't necessarily mean the same to each person. So, um, one size does not fit all and stay true to kind of what, you know, is going to be best for you and your horse. And, um, what goes up does sometimes come down, but you got to go back up again. So that's how it's kind of how, um, you know, you've got to ebb and flow, but I think that for, 
dealing with a lot of kids that, you know, some want to be professionals and some don't, and there's no wrong answer. There's only, you know, there's only people that, that don't want to put in the time and effort. So, and that time and effort means a lot to a lot of people that, you know, that you're surrounded with. Um, beyond that, definitely, you know, everyone says it, um, there's, everyone says that, you know, it takes a village, but like, literally like it takes like 12. So you have to, um, you know, lean on your friends for support. Like that's, um, that has to happen. Like, and, and, you know, there's, there's lots of people that want to help you. I have been really, really, really lucky in the fact that I've had a lot of really great people that, um, I've been able to reach out to and also subsequently help my students like reach, you know, like, Hey, you know what? I'm not sure about what this course is doing. And if this fit is appropriate for, let me make a call. Like, let me, let me send this video to a friend of mine or let me, you know, and, and that's, that's how, that's how you get good. Like no one person has all the answers, but one person can help you, you know, find the channels that need that you need. So it is definitely no one ever events alone. Like no one ever events alone. So it's definitely something I believe. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Great advice. When we were talking a little bit before the interview, you were talking about, you know, we were, you know, we were talking, we always try to like, just make sure we don't miss anything. Mm -hmm. But somebody put a a post on the group and Ashley saw it (laughs) and she's like, yeah, somebody, some knucklehead posted something. And I was like, I raised my hand. Actually, this is the knucklehead. But, uh, (laughs) but, you know, I wrote a little piece about my, my thing was about trying to just, manifest and get good people to come on your team that kind of maybe are like-minded but yeah and you said that got you kind of thinking a little bit about uh you know some some the the different opportunities for riders and how there's different ways can you kind of talk about what we were talking about a little bit before the show started yeah yeah i mean to be honest with you um the it's there's again like kind of like I was saying earlier, like you have to be willing to evolve and to grow and and do all those things. And, and with that evolution, um, you know, over the years, the sport of vending has changed. And now there are so many, there's so many ways to do things like, so, uh, you know, case in point, your podcast and ride IQ have created, uh, a whole, they've, you know, in the, what is that in the Disney, a whole new world. <laughs> um, things it's really like opened up. Everyone's just, you know, got legs and walking around in the ocean from the ocean now. So, um, so they, you know, it, it's very cool. And, and that evolution has allowed, um, the, uh, you know, a new ideology and, and kind of back in the day, like it was that you had to be in order to be successful or in, in order to reach all of the facets of eventing, that eventing had to offer, be it training or knowing about products or sponsorships or vets or uh, supplements or feeding or conditioning, blah, 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 like kind of all of that knowledge. Definitely you back in the day kind of needed to hook your wagon to an upper level eventer or to someone else that was like, okay, come with me and do this. And you had to kind of devote hook, line and sinker to them. While I still think that that is unbelievably important. I mean, I've, I've done it and, and I, I, it's, it's gained. If, if that's your pathway, if that's what you want to do, you know, jump in and do that. I think it's fabulous, but there's lots of people now that, that want to do different things and a barn can be full of, um, different pathways. So whether you want to, you know, have a career and do it as an amateur and take lessons and still be around, you know, that upper level mindset, that's possible. 
Um, whether you want to, you know, just have fun and take lessons and not compete, that's possible. Whether you want to, you know, be someone that clinics and horse shows, you know, once a year, that's possible. Um, so there's just, there's so many different avenues because you're, you may be that person that just takes clinics and horse shows once a year, but you still have access to that same, you know, you still have access to that same information that the person that wants to, you know, go to a five-star has. Um, and that's really cool. And I think that that's what, like, a like for me, that's my goal, like, is to create a barn that kind of has that, that entire um, echelon, because you, it takes all types to get through it. So um, kind of to your point, like there are a ton of different, um, you know, not one person can't kind of be all of those people. And, and all of those people have um, different needs and wants and tasks. And, you know, so to your point, as far as like jobs go in the bar and like, you can't have one person that kind of is able to, to be everything to everyone. So there's different pathways. So you can have a bunch of different people that are very good at certain things that can build a team that runs like clockwork. Um, and that's kind of how I like, you know, through, and I, and I've seen it with, with, you know, ride IQ and, um, being able to, to see like that Facebook page and someone ask questions and I can get on there and answer if I think I know what the answer is, or if I think that I can help, or if I have, um, you know, say, oh, that's, you know, I can teach a lesson on that, or I can do this. And, um, and so, you know, a lot of it for me too, is, um, you know, just recognizing kind of the holes in each, in each person, um, which then allows, you know, you to fill the holes in the barn. So, um, yeah, so I think that that's, um, just trusting the, or, you know, watching the kind of the growth and the evolution, um, of, of all of it, um, and allowing people to, to find all of the pathways that make them successful. Um, because again, one size doesn't fit all. So it's, and it's very cool. And, you know, and, and that's, that's something that even, um, that, you know, that I think that, you know, even in like getting sponsors or owners for, you know, for kids moving forward, like you, you don't need to ride around, you know, uh, with, you know, the typical, like having the typical sponsors on your saddle pad, like there are many other ways to be successful. And, um, and it, it, you know, that's the beauty of the sport now, like it's through this podcast or through the live streaming and through, um, you know, all of these things that allows people to kind of understand what it is a lot more than, than they used to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's a hundred percent why we try to have, you know, as we do a very good, we, we, we try very hard to get new, a new, someone new every week and get a new perspective and, yeah. and people of different levels and different experiences and backgrounds. And that's yeah. why we, we, that's exactly what we're trying to do is to show people that there's different pathways. I love that you guys had, um, had Dan, on. I don't know Dan Creedle at all, but I am like, president of his fan club this guy like what a cool guy yeah. really cool guy yeah. like that's awesome the guy doesn't give up i mean the guy's financing and started a real estate career in a college i'm yeah. like <laughs> this guy's incredible exactly that's what i'm saying like there's so there's so much i mean there's just so much more now um and that um now i mean that being said like if you know if if boyd said hey ashley i need i need you to come and live in my barn for two weeks and like do X, Y, and Z, of course I'd probably do it, but still like, it's one of the, you know, there's, there's so many ways to be successful in the sport and to be a part of the sport. 
um, that I think that that's what's um, I'm really excited to be able to offer as, you know, and, and go down kind of whatever road makes someone successful. So. Mm-hmm. Love it. Hey, uh, uh, being that you just brought up Boyd and that you mentioned earlier that, that he coaches with you <clears throat> just popping into my head. Is there a, obviously Boyd, came up in Australia and he's been in the States for a long time, but you're really good friends with Kate. And obviously it sounds like you probably know the whole Australian crew and you lived out in Australia and you trained out there. Is there a difference in Australian style of riding or training than there is in America? Oh, I feel that I'm going to be nervous answering this. Um, I, um, you know, I don't, well, this is funny. This is just a funny story. So we had, um, like over there they have jump clubs, um, which basically like, you know, it's just kind of what it sounds like, like each, like either they have like fairy jump club or Camden jump club. So like the little, the, the towns that have, um, like the, the jumper shows, which also they have carnivals out at the same time. It's crazy. It is insane. Like I, I was, it's bananas, but, um, so you got someone like, like axe chopping, like comp- competitive speed axe chopping next to like a show jump arena. It's oh bananas. Um, but anyway, so they like have the these jump County clubs. Fair, actually, our, our, our yeah, fair in our know, basically, it's it's insane. Um, but so um, they they have these jump clubs there, and um, like Shane, I don't know if he still does, but back in the day, he organized Cam- the Camden Jump Club. Um, and so he's, I don't. This is this was a long time ago. This is a funny story. But he um, had um, he had this one girl riding around on this horse, and um, she like was she trotted next to me, and um, and along the edge of the back like part of the cantilever saddle were was like all this duct tape, and then um, were like little tacks that were turned upside down <laughs> because she kept leaning back. <laughs> I was dying. I was like, um, what is that? She's like, yeah, I lean back a lot and make my horse buck because he gets really mad when I do it. So she told me to do this. Wow. <laughs> it was awesome. Um, I've heard of angry jump like, horse, but never an angry saddle. You know? <laughs> oh, it was so funny. She was like, she was like, yeah, my horse really doesn't like it and it makes him really mad and it hurts his back. I was like, well, I guess you're doing it for the betterment of the horse. Oh, well, that's oh good. Oh, and she was going to compete like um, that. That's funny. Oh, no, no. It was just for fun. I mean, just those schooling <laughs> jumper shows, but still, it was pretty funny. Um, so anyway, so then, um, but other than that, I mean, I don't know. It was, um, it, you know, it's just, it's funny, like the, um, the way that like they, like they still, you know, I didn't get to go into any training sessions or anything, but um like Prue, I, well, at the time Prue Barrett was one of the selectors and coaches and stuff, but like, I'd watch her teach and things. And, um, it was really cool. I mean, a lot of it was like pretty, like obviously pretty similar, but, um, just the, the way that they did like stabling at horse shows was super random. Um, you basically show up in your lorry. It's a big field. You show up in your lorry and you don't, they don't have stalls. Like you, you string up, you string up stalls. So like you bring like fake electric wire or electric wire and you put up like yards outside your camper and you like sleep in tents and it's very rustic. So I guess that's a good way. It's very rustic. And one time I, I stupidly, I guess this was a stupid thing to say, but I was like, what do you guys do if it rains? And they're like, uh, they get wet dummy. And I'm like, no, okay. That makes sense. That adds up. You're right. 
I guess we're there. I get it. Um, so like that's that's definitely a lot different but um they have you know they have like um they don't they just don't have as many options of stuff over there so like Bates is really big um you know they have like one big tack shop which is Horseland um so you know that just isn't it isn't as you know as as broad spectrum um as we have it And, and it kind of everybody goes to the the same main shows and um that's and that's kind of how it goes but they've had a lot of rain this year i guess and so everything's been canceled which is really sad mm-hmm. most things are really just the shane and stewart show at the upper levels so gotcha. that's boyd, boyd would tell the stories and they're funny you know he said them publicly about like heath ryan and working you know ryan for heath and heath was crazy yeah i just imagine showing up to a show and you hear this barking coming from who knows where and you look over and it's heath ryan you know i just i, that's I my think perception. he's so much He's so he's he is. I was expecting the same. I'm not going to lie, but um, he's very tame now. This was really funny at um the Sydney three day. We're there, and it's like after cross country, and I'm um helping Alex and stuff, and um the and I looked down the aisleway. I think I have an old Snapchat of it actually. Um, I looked down the aisleway, and um there's Heath like tacking on his own shoes before like eight o'clock at night. You know, like nine o'clock at night before the jogs the next day, he's just hammering away, just doing his own deal for like a three-star horse, uh, you know, so a four-star horse now. And I was like, I mean, I guess he is pretty sure he's good at that. So that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like in the middle of the highway, it's just no big deal. He's doing his own thing. That's, cool. <laughs> oh, that's cool. That's yeah. funny. That's funny. Uh, so, There's an awesome it, training it video. I, I bring this training video up. I, it, it's about Heath. It's on YouTube. So anyone can Google it. I love it. I watch it like, probably once every couple months I, I watch it and it's like, he's going over the paces in dressage. Um, you know, and he talks about the beats and okay, this is a, this three beat, you know, and the four beats and, and, and then he talks about picking up the right lead in the canner and he says, yeah, so I, I, I take my leg and I, and you know, the way he uses his leg and he says, and I'm saying to him, I'm saying to this leg, you down there canner, you know, it's just the funniest <laughs> thing, but it makes so much sense. Like the way he says it, I'm like, yeah, like I I can learn from this guy. Like he, <laughs> I have to. So in, in I have to. Uh, I guess a shameless plug. I, in the ride IQ lessons, like I do a lot about position because I'm not a big person. So like I have to. And my Charlie horse is massive. Um, and so like kind of trying to negotiate that, and then subsequently, the, one of my other mares is very tiny, and so kind of transitioning and you know the way that you ride and your aids and stuff like that. Um. And, um, so one of the first few lessons that I sent over, um, was, you know, about straightness and positioning and stuff. And, um, I was talking to Kinsey and I was like, does that like, does it make like, listen to this and tell me if it doesn't make sense. Cause the way that I'm explaining is like what I want my body to do. So like, it's like, I felt like I was in one of those 1980s workouts videos. You know what I mean? Where you're like, where you're like, and now you will extend your left leg to feel the pressure <laughs> in your heel. <laughs> I'm like, I need tube socks and a bandana. <laughs> Leg warmers for sure. Yeah, well, hey, look, you're dealing with audio and you, and that's it. You have one way of communication through through that. And you have Yeah, to and luckily able- I'm a very visual person, so it works out. But um but yeah, no, and that and that's how you kind of want you it's your job to like paint a picture so that they 
you know, you, the riders can kind of do it themselves, which um, for me is great because it's kind of how I teach and how I learn. So yeah. it works out well. Very yeah. cool. Very cool. cool. So we've had it on for a while. We need to start wrapping yep. this thing yep. up. So we as do. we always start winding these uh, down, we always like to ask about sponsors, supporters, and um, and then if you want to mention, and you know, we're, we're trying to highlight the teams behind people. So if you want to mention yeah. sponsors, supporters, and any team members or the whole team, anyone that you want to mention. Oh, cool. Thanks. Um, yeah, no, I will definitely have to give a shout out to, um, Seminole feeds and Ontario saddles. Um, Seminole is awesome. I have a wide range of horses myself and also my students horses. Um, and they kind of have the nutritional needs for everybody, which is really nice. Um, and, uh, Ontario's saddles are, um, their tack is amazing. Shout out to Rosemary in Northern Virginia. Um, and, um, I actually have a saddle that I'll, my jump saddle, I'll let um, people try and, you know, test out and see what they think about it. And it's commonly known as the magic saddle. So that's nice. Um, the, um, and then, you know, just a big shout out to some of the people that help me with the horses. Um, obviously my fabulous, um, husband, um, the Aussie legend, Rod Stewart and, um, Lisa Oakley in Australia. She's, she's great. Um, one of my closest friends and on this crazy ride, uh, she owns Quicksilver Grants and Charlie, well, part of Quicksilver Grants and Charlie. Um, and then, um, I am riding a wonderful mayor that's very close to my heart, Global Halcyon, um, for the AFG syndicate who, um, is, um, in I'm writing her in memory and in, in the honor of um, Annie Goodwin, um, who's a good friend of mine that passed away um, a little less than a year ago. And um, she is a great mayor. And so we hope for the best with her. And um, the um, I'm a very, very proud member of that syndicate. So um, that's exciting. And um, all of my, I just, I have to give a huge shout out to um, all of my girls, some of them are graduating. Um, but my, um, the, the student, my, all of my students really, um, are, I literally couldn't, I wouldn't know what to do without them. Um, I have such high respect for all of them and all of their goals and their horses and what they do. Um, and some of them are juggling, you know, careers and school and life and everything. So it's, it's cool to be a part on that journey with them. Um, and beyond that, just the eventing community, like, this is a great, this is a great community. Like I'm so, I'm so, um, proud to be a part of it. And, um, if you need a, if you need a number, bridal number, let me know. Probably yeah. for you. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Come back full circle. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, exactly. Uh, That's me. I like to wrap things up in a little bit. <laughs> You're a pro. You're a pro. And last question, how do we follow along? Do you have any social media website or anything? Oh yeah. Um, I know actually it's so here's a shameless plug. I will say I have um, a great girl working for me, Lainey Phillips, but she is, um, n- about as good with the interweb as I am. So that's unfortunate for both of us. <laughs> um, but, um, the, um, um, the, I am on Facebook, Ashley Adams Eventing and email, um, Ashley Adams Eventing at gmail.com and Instagram, um, at, uh, what is it? AA event. Um, and then, um, obviously beyond that, if anyone wants to teach me how to use <laughs> fancier things, let me know, hit me up, <laughs> hit her up, hit her up. Well, we're hopefully the, hopefully these, when you get into the new digs over there, the new, the new barn and everything, hopefully you get to share a lot of stuff and we love to yeah, see Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm excited. I mean, yeah. And, um, we'll have, um, we'll have obviously be open doors, um, for, um, 
open doors for lessons and teaching and training and, and all that stuff. So Fantastic. Central Virginia, where it's at. Very nice. <laughs> That's exciting. Very cool. Well, thank you so much. Karen, was this fantastic? This was a lot of fun. Lots, Lots of fun. I know. Sorry. It's, it's dark now. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> we were interviewing. It wasn't too long ago. They were sitting outside the back porch. And by the time it ended, they were outside. And by the time it ended, we could not <laughs> yeah, see them. We couldn't it see her. Dark. <laughs> that's awesome. It was really awesome. Well, that's, that's a beautiful right. place. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I know. I love it. It's um, it's on and this view. I just... Uh, it's just so amazing. There's a there's a uh, a little pond, a little quiet pond out here. I tell you, this place is going to be hard to leave. I'm sure that you guys have been up here visiting your your uh, oh, wow. your son, but I know, isn't it beautiful? It is beautiful. Is that Erin's so, farm, or you said that's her parents? It's right next to Erin's farm. Okay. Yeah, it's um, her parents um, have been gracious enough to um, let us stay in the um, apartment above the barn. So um, the little barn they have and um it's um it's great i just it's it's a beautiful place everyone has been um uh everyone's been vying to to get me up here for a while so yeah we're, it's been it's nice. You're gonna be it's virginia, nice to be wanted are you gonna be in virginia year round or are you gonna head south in the winter yeah i usually head south you know for a long time i went to ocala and um you know i've been like bugging everybody to kind of figure out what everybody's doing. But, um, for a long time, I went to Ocala and I love Ocala. Like it was, I would, when I worked for the Nichols, we would go there from, um, October to May and then be in Vermont and Woodstock, Vermont from May to October. So it was like 75 degrees of my life every day. Um, but, um, it, uh, the last few years I've gone to Aiken. It is a little bit more convenient for students and clients to travel back and forth, um, which is nice and, um, isn't quite a big of a commitment, but, um, you know, I was like, when I was down in Ocala, um, I rode with, um, you know, Buck and Clayton and, um, and kind of did a little bit of everything and, and the Hollings, I rode with Hollings some as well down there. And, um, it was just, it's, it too is a great community. Um, so I'm thinking Aiken again this year because, you know, Boyd usually goes to Aiken, but, um, but after, after that, who's to know? Who knows? Who knows? Open, <laughs> open doors. Open for opportunities. That's a nice thing. Oh. Super. Well, Karen, again, this was fantastic. This was a lot of fun. Ashley, it was really great to get to know you. We've never met before, so this is fantastic. And yeah. Was so glad we got the chat. Thank you guys so much. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Please like Major League Venting on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And join our community, Major League Venters, on Facebook. Cheers. <laughs>